What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not another not damn, damn podcast. podcast. Presented by our damn self. Damn sales. Still um, recording separately under quarantine for 152? Yes. That's right. I'm in my crib. Naima's in her crib, but we got y'all. Absolutely. We'll make it work. Mm-hmm. Shout out the lovely jazz creator of J Sculpt. Before we go any further, first fitness belt that covers your entire midsection and provides 100% comfort during your workouts. Grab your J Sculpt, ladies. Hey, you know what yep. it is. Yep, yep. We're getting closer and closer this summer. We mm-hmm. are. Yeah. Even though uh, we still want to be inside. <laughs> yeah. Let's we'll start there. Yeah. Let's start at there. Another at least 30 days from um, yes. Governor JB. Yes. So if you live in the state of Illinois, um, we've been extended to May 30th now for our stay in, uh, stay in place, shelter in place, stay mm-hmm. home. So the governor is saying that he wants to remain vigilant about getting these numbers because he's like, he doesn't believe that we've reached the, uh, the peak of the worst yet. That's yeah. what he's saying. So he was like, if he was to open back up, it would basically erase all of our progress that we've made because he's like, we have made substantial um, stride in getting the curve down. Yeah. But he's like, if we just open back up, then he said you he would. All the work you just did, you would have just undone it. Basically. Right. So that's why he wants to remain, you know, proactive and not reactive. And I can respect that for the governor. I know a lot of people have their opinions about, you know, him. And like, I had to silence a couple people on Facebook because mm. I'm like, I just, I don't want to hear. It. It's like, I don't want to hear the negativity. It's like, I mean, I'm in a, I'm in a different mindset right now. Like, I just don't want to hear the negativity. And nobody you know, got time for that. man. Right. It's like, honestly, what are you getting mad about? Like, He's damned if he do it, he's damned if he don't. Like, if he opens up and then people start getting sick and start dropping like flies, then you'd be like, you should not open it back up. But then if he don't, everybody, like, why are you keeping us? What should he do then? <laughs> That's like my thing. What should he do? I mean, do you... <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> like, you if you do it, you damn if you don't. It's like, it's a double-edged story. I, I get that people are missing... Um, money and stuff like that. Yeah, mostly just financial. Like that's what I'm seeing. Like from the people that are upset because, um, like I said, me and you, we're both just blessed. Um, that we're in positions that, um, financially we're good. But right. it is people that um haven't gotten the checks since mid March, so like they really in yeah. bad shape right now. And I can, and I, I sympathize and empathize. I do all of that with people because I'm pretty sure they've gone through like whatever that little twelve hundred or twenty four hundred or three thousand or whatever you got like from um, right. the government. Like um, a lot of them right. might have already spent that, or like yeah, that could have been towards awesome. your rent or whatever. Yeah, like, you could have like mm-hmm. you spent that on bills. Like if you haven't gotten any like income, well, since, well like, you may have um, you may have had to do a payday loan where like you took out um title loan you may have to do that on your car or whatever yeah. the case may be like you may have to move around stuff to get creative with paying your bills but um a tip that i will give to people if you can call your creditors and stuff because it's like a lot of people are allowing like for example car companies like if you are you know let you put a, push your payment to the back of the arm um, right. exactly like do that if you can because some people are doing three months even up to six months where they push it behind because they know that people are in a hardship so mm-hmm. it costs nothing to call like just call and try to take a chance on it you know call mm-hmm. your utility company if you can't pay your stuff pay it if you can pay it right now but if you can't and we'll put you in a significant financial hole 
call these companies. You so know? I know they're not doing evictions now, or no. um, or I think utilities are not shutting you off either. Like Comet, no. I don't think is not going to shut you off. Right no, now. they're not. No, it's going to be like how it is like most cats in the winter, like who stop paying they bill in the winter. You know, <laughs> you know they do it in the hood. <laughs> it's going to be like that until this quarantine is over, pretty much. It's like they're not going to shut anybody. If you still owe the money, we're just not going to shut you off. That's what's right. So twisted. Yeah, they're not. Um, you still owe the bill. It's they're like, not racing the debt, but they're just, not just... Cut it. until this is over. Yeah, you just we're not going to cut it off. No one says, oh, then you still owe the money. Then they might. That's why it. I say pay it if you can. But if yeah. you can't, if you have the money, pay it. If not, then work something out. Work something out, exactly. Because mm-hmm. we don't want you guys to be in a worse state than what you guys already are in. We just don't want that. Mm-hmm. But like we said, Illinois is going to be in for at least another 30 days. Um, and then also what they're doing in Illinois, they're going to start requiring all uh, residents, if you're over the age of two, to wear a facial covering if um, social distance is not pop, um, just not possible in a public place. I so know basically, um, New York started that already. Like, you got to have a mask on in public. So now they're doing that in Illinois, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so for my parents out there, what I say, if you do want to get creative with your kids, like what we did on Friday, because like I said, I, my kids don't leave the house. Only Marcus and I just go out to like do what we need to do because of our essential stuff. But we don't let our kids leave the house. And what we was like, okay, like the kids are starting to get cooped up. So what we did with the kids was, um, we went on a drive. We took a long drive. Like we drove around the city. Mm-hmm. We took Lakeshore Drive all the way to the end of Lakeshore Drive, all the way up north. And then we drove around the north neighborhood and everything. Marcus took that opportunity to drive by Wrigley because he was like, you guys want to see where the Cubs play? So, you know, as Marcus, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Marcus yeah. Cubs fan. So he's like, Cubs, yeah, the Cubs ain't even playing right now. <laughs> Nobody's Ariana, playing right now. <laughs> Ariana was like, let's go and let's watch him play. And then he had to explain, like, no, baby, the, the season, no, the baby, yeah, the no season's baseball. not going on right now. And she's and like, even, well, why? Even if it does come back, it's probably not going to be any fans in there. No. <laughs> but he was like, let me just show you where, you know, show you Wrigley Field. You know, we saw the Harry Carey sign, his uh, statue and everything. Oh, yeah, so I mean, and that again, was I like, a cool oh, and then again, I don't give a shit about baseball. That's why I'm kind of <laughs> knocking the Cubs right now. <laughs> that was a cool thing to do, like, you know, for us to get out the house. And then for our personal thing, I drove past uh, Dad's old store. Like, I showed them where Dad's store was. I mm-hmm. did that since we were up north. I was like, let me show you where, you know, my Dad's store was. I told the kids. Which so. is closed now because obviously it's non essential. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's what I mean you can do as parents. Like, I mean, I know that, you know, you keep these kids cooped up. I just, just do a drive. Like I said, like, they didn't get out the car. We just drove around the city. Chicago's a beautiful city. We just drove around. Mm-hmm. And then we came back home and got back up and went upstairs. We all showered, you know, put our clothes in the hamper and, yeah, just do that. So, mm. you know, to try to break some of the monotony of being at home. Exactly. We said at the same time <laughs> to break mm-hmm. some of that. But, I mean, I get it. I totally get it. I do. I understand. Like, I overstand what you guys are going through as being a parent, you know, quarantined with children. It's it's rough. I get it. <laughs> but, you know, but that doesn't mean don't follow the orders because, I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen, like I said, I have to go here because it did happen in Chicago, unfortunately. Did you see that party? Did you see that party? Um, it got broken up. It was a party and they said that it was at least like a thousand people that attended this house party in Chicago this weekend. Mm. 
Yeah, because like it was a video, a live video that came out on Facebook. I just started seeing people post it like Saturday night, Sunday morning. I started see, seeing people post this video and it was from a house party. The person who was recording it was recording it live. And the video, you could see that the person was trying to attempt to social distance. She's trying to stand back and trying to like, but when you look at that house, first of all, even if it wasn't a quarantine, that house was way too small. It was at least a hundred people inside of the house. And like the way they were like packed in like sardines. And then you could see like maybe like four or five people with masks on in the house. And I'm like, what the hell? But that's not helping nothing. But then like I saw that TMZ did do an article about it. And TMZ was saying that it was up to a thousand people there, including being outside in the yard and inside of the house. And they said this happened on the West yeah. side of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, come on. Because of, because of course it happened on the West side. <laughs> I'm like, come on, West Side. We gotta do better than that, West Side. Come on, West Side, stand up. We, we saw the West Side. I was done with this whole story <laughs> because, of course, it happened on the West Side. Cool, I told Mark Cortez and Shea Boogie. We out West Radio. They do. I had to shout out my West Side folks. <laughs> wow, Radio. They call it. We out West. <laughs> they said they had this happen on the West Side. I'm just like, what are you guys doing? Like, what? What part of social distancing don't you understand? And then they had a quote from one of the um, attendees, and they said, said tw- "We are West." <laughs> this twenty-three-year-old girl stated that um, basically, just she said, "We don't get coronavirus out West." That's what she said. She I'm said, basically, <laughs> he basically said that, "Oh, I don't have like you know like like we're not going to let Corona sorry that you know if I don't have it before she's like I didn't have it if I didn't have it now I probably have it now oh well." You know, she was just like, oh, well, if I get it now, I just got it now. Mm. What? Like, like, what aren't you? What's wrong with these kids? What's wrong with them? Out west, man. I can't. What's wrong with these kids? Like, you don't. The west side, what you expect? (laughs) I'm pissing off a lot of my west siders right now. (laughs) Well, what's wrong with these kids? It's like, you just, oh, well, you know, like, we ain't worried about the corona. We ain't worried about it. But if I die, I die now. Oh, well. I, I can't with that. I just can't because now, because potentially a thousand people went there and now it's like, you don't know who those thousand people knew. And then they go back and they give it to somebody. It's like an STD. And that's how those, those numbers yeah, spread. It's not going, right. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm really like, I don't even want to like, I don't even want to talk to nobody. Like, cause I'm like, you may have been talking to one of these people that was at that party. Yeah, you might have been on the West side for all I know. Right, you talk to me and now I got to bring this in here to my kids. Like, no, stay the hell away from me. I don't want nobody to be nowhere near me. <laughs> like, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm just going to stay in my house for the next week. Like, I'm not going to leave the house for, like, the next week or so. <laughs> it's, just, it's just crazy. Shit is What's getting silly and silly. What's wrong with your people, Oz? I'm putting that on you. What's wrong with your people? <laughs> I'm not from the west side. What are you putting on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. There might have been some of your listeners. You gotta keep them in track. You gotta keep them on track, guys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Um, where am I going next? <laughs> I'm gonna go there since we're talking about people that are being out um and not sitting down. You saw um, we gotta call out both Florida and Georgia right now. Let's do it. <laughs> Can you remember um as we talked about on our last episode? about how Trump is leaving it up to governors when they want to open up their state. 
of course, Florida would be the first to raise their hand. They would. They, they don't. Doing it? <laughs> JB said, "Fuck no." And Georgia's getting in on this shit too, so they're talking about opening up like um next week, so it'll be May first. Yeah, like they're talking about opening up. Yeah, and I'm like really and like, a, and we have a cousin. So our cousin's in Atlanta. Um, shout out Kenny, and mm-hmm. he was talking about that on a post on Facebook. He was saying because he works at a restaurant, and he said so. And they bought to open restaurants, but like two chains opening his restaurant back he up. Said Monday, he said Monday. Like, that's really? what. That's what our cousin said. He said Monday our restaurant's going to be open. He says so. So two customers, like not just for pickup. Two customers, like, yeah. not not curbside. That's why I think, like two chains is opening his back up. He, you know he got an Atlanta restaurant. He's open. Right. I, mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be in there. And Kenny <laughs> was good. saying that Kenny was like, so how are we going to social distance customer? How how do you social distance customers trying to serve them and trying to. If you work at a restaurant, it's impossible to stay within six feet. You can't take mm-hmm. an order within six feet. You can't serve food within six feet. Like, how are you going? Only thing you can control wow. is um, like take like half the tables out, or like take out two thirds of the tables and like spread it out. That's all you can do. But as far as interacting with customers, you can't. You know, to keep the distance, you can right. distance the customers from each other. Like, just remove like half the tables, hypothetically. Mm-hmm. Like that's all you can control. You have to have like a mask. You have to have one of those face mm-hmm. shields, and you got to probably wear one of the dark brown radiation suits. And yep. Yeah, but so if my calculations are correct. When this baby hits May first, he's gonna see some serious. Then <laughs> he'd be saying there. Because <laughs> it's you a hot, see some serious shit once May. It's 1st. a hot ass mess. Like, and then they said that not only like these are some of the businesses that are open. And like I've seen this meme flow around Facebook for a while now. They're saying that they're opening up barbershops, nail salons, um, bowling alleys, like things like that. And they said that sounds like cold for black people go outside. That's what somebody put on Facebook in a meme. And I'm like, I agree. Like all you people who are barbers, uh, beauticians, nails, KD. nail t- stay the fuck at home. Don't don't fall for the okie doke. This is a banana in the tailpipe. Do not fall for this banana in the tailpipe. Stay at home. Your safety is more important than that. I don't care what the governor says. Stay at home. Do not know. Like, uh-uh. Of you course, Florida is on Florida and shit. You know you, how they get You err on the side of caution. And then uh, I saw another uh, post where like I said, I don't know like, how true it is, but somebody said that they called the governor's match and was like, can we have a tour? And they're like, no, uh, we're not having tours because of uh, COVID-19. They're like, but we can open it. We can open up non-essential businesses, but the governor's mansion ain't open. How is the governor's mansion not open, but non-essential businesses are? If it's not safe to tour the governor's mansion, why is it safe to have these non-essential businesses open? Mm-hmm. Like I, said, I don't know how true that is that happened, but somebody posted that, you know, that conversation. Yeah, it's, a, it's a good point whether it's real or not. It's a whether it's real or not, it's a good point. If, it, if that actually did happen. And like I always good. like, I like to say anyway, why I tell the truth when the lie is more entertaining. Like, Thank even you. If it didn't happen, it's still it didn't happen. Point. That's a good point. <laughs> a valid point. <laughs> that's a valid, that's, that's seriously a valid point. Like if you can open up, if you, if you don't, if you fear for the safety of touring, you know, then and why don't you fear for the safety of, and let's not- let's not forget that Florida is the state that said pro wrestling was an essential business. <laughs> <laughs> and they're still holding WWE shows. Like there's no audiences there. They're doing it live from their facility, their own private facility in a closed set. But still, though, 
they like they're like sweating all over each other though. Like it could be giving it to each other. Like it's not even about the fans. Like it could be spread out amongst the, all the talent in that building. So like I'm like exactly. really <laughs> I, I get people are bored and want shit to watch, especially as no sports. Like pro wrestling is the closest thing to a sport that's still on TV right now, right. but but it's not an essential business, though. Come on. It's, <laughs> Come it's on. just not. I'm sorry, Vince McMahon. It's just not. <laughs> God damn, it's not one. Although I was watching Dark Side of the Ring. Like, that's a good program. Ooh, great series. I was watching man, that. Man. <laughs> I watched the Macho Man episode. It was Macho good. Man and Elizabeth. And I watched the Bret Hart. Screwjob with Bret Hart. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Benoit I was, episode. I was sleeping really because I was watching it really late, so I'm going to have to watch the Benoit. Yeah. I think Dino yeah. Bravo was the latest one. Like, his story is, like, creepy. So, like, he had he allegedly was a mid guy. Like, he had mob ties. I got to watch that. Oh, up. my gosh. <laughs> like, who was the one, the guy who we just watched? He, like, killed uh, his his girlfriend. Jimmy Superfly like, Snooker. <laughs> That's the there one you go. Talking. We were watching that the other day. There you go. Mark Superfly, brother. Yeah, who, who knew he was a murderer? <laughs> he was a good guy. Yeah, who knew? Yeah, who knew? that was wild as hell. <laughs> I know we go off on a tangent, but that was wild as hell. It was wild as hell. Check it but out, Dark Side of the Ring. Check it out, Dark series. Side of the Ring. It's good. It's a good series. I mean, like we're quarantined anyway. You might as well find something. Shout, out, shout out Jake the Snake. He's hilarious and all of those. Like Jake. <laughs> it's funny. Like me and Feast, like our brother, we joke about that all the time. How all the wrestlers that died. But somehow Jake the Snake is still alive. And, like, he was, like, smoking crack back in the day. Like, Damn. Like, he's, he's still alive. <laughs> like, Jake was a wild motherfucker. He, he admits, like, like, all that shit. He, yeah, he, was, he smoked crack, all that shit. He was, like, he like, did. Does he, have that, does he got that I-Turner? I-Turner lived to be about 80 right. years old. <laughs> Jake, like, all these other cats, like, Mr. Perfect's gone. Um, Macho Man's Macho gone. Man Roddy gone. Piper's gone. <laughs> like, uh, but Jake the Snake is still alive. <laughs> How wild is that? Yeah, uh, Ultimate Warrior passed away too. Warrior's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm trying to remember. Elizabeth's gone. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah. um, but big boss man's a lot of cats we grew up watching that are gone. Yeah. Jake the Snake is still here though. That Dusty's thing. gone. Dusty, the American Dream. American Dusty dream. I like Dusty. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Rick Flair's still here. Rick Flair said, "I'm not dead." He's still limousine riding and Jeff flying at like 75. He's still getting it in. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta protect Rick Flair. We gotta protect Mm -hmm. him. (laughs) Going nowhere. You saw when him, yeah, him and Offset were getting on together. Offset was on. I think SmackDown. He brought Offset out. (laughs) Offset had the robe on and everything. I think SmackDown was in Atlanta that day. Offset (laughs) came out with Rick Flair. I'm like, this is the greatest shit I've ever I'm on YouTube, man. I'm on YouTube, <laughs> baby. <laughs> yeah, I see Offset with the Ric Flair rule. Classic shit. <laughs> but, um, I'm trying to find this story about the fucking Las Vegas mayor like she's a dumbass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw, I watched the video because she was on Anderson Cooper and I'm mm-hmm. like... Yeah, the Anderson Cooper interview, you know exactly what I'm talking about. She looked like she was tooting something before that video, too, because she seemed like she was high. Like, mm-hmm. as I was watching, it just... It looked like a train wreck. Like the whole thing, you could see the you could see the accident happening, and then you're just watching. Like, what am I watching? What am I watching? Like that's how bad it was. It was because she's like for those that don't know, um, because like I said, like Vegas, as we as everybody knows, is one of the biggest tourist um towns on the planet. And right yeah. now, they're not bringing any money no in. Like, all those casinos, all those hotels, shut down everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. 
Like, um, their economy is super tanking right now in Vegas. About how much? Yeah, because we've been to <laughs> Vegas a couple of times. We haven't been in years. I can't even imagine how Vegas looks right now. We should call our cousin. We got a cousin living out there. I want to call yeah, like, yeah, that. Yeah, we got to call our cousin. Yeah, we should call him and like, see. That shit probably looks yeah. like crazy as hell. Like, like, mm-hmm. when, like Vegas with no people out there. I can't even picture what that shit looks like right now. Because remember, we were like on the strip um, during Halloween. And remember how the strip looked at like, 3, 3 o'clock in the morning? It was just all action. Yeah. It was like downtown Chicago at eight o'clock at night. That's how many mm-hmm. people were out there on the strip at three a.m. Mm-hmm. during the we were week. Coming of from the club, and it was like just action. Like that's it. Really, don't yeah. sleep there. But right now, I'm pretty sure it looked crazy as hell out in Vegas. Yeah. But this chick is talking about opening um back up the casinos and everything to try to save the economy. Like, guess what? It ain't gonna be no economy if everybody's dead. Stupid ass politicians you, don't, don't realize it's not gonna Hello? be an economy if everybody is dead. <laughs> Hello. Who's going to be there to spend the money if everybody's dead? Money? I'm just saying. <laughs> Maybe the only one that would be left is like Jeff Bezos because like probably he's in a cave somewhere because he can yeah, isolate himself. <laughs> he can totally isolate himself and like, you know, one of those little egg things, you know, the little egg. <laughs> awesome. At, um, Geffen, um, I think dude, Geffen Records, I think that's like he, um, People are shitting on him because he quarantined himself on his yacht, but he's a right. billionaire, so that's how that's how he quarantines. That's my I mean, I don't, why are you mad at him? Because he's supposed to think about yeah, self isolating. Like if he's like leaving the coast to self isolate, that's a good thing. He's getting away from everybody and shit. He's, he's not gonna be near anybody and shit. If you're gonna be like out like, in which the ocean, has an island. He owns a private island, Johnny Depp. So it's like if he quarantined on his island, yeah, it's like hell. If I had an island. Depp. Me, Marcus, and the kids would be on the island. If I could have an island quarantined away from everything, I would too. That's a good thing. It's like you're really taking it serious about this mm-hmm. um, isolation, social distancing. But how are you going to social distance in a casino? Well, yeah, this dumbass chick is talking about um, that we can be the the fucking guinea pigs, basically. He says somebody has to open up to see what would happen. It's a, if and you're what? in Las Vegas, don't listen to her. Yeah. <laughs> don't listen to that shit yeah. crazy. Don't, don't listen don't to her. Because it's like she tweeted something before. I'm so serious. If you watch that It, it is like, Vegas. Like, you can't get Sin City. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's she she to me. She did. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I know, like, when somebody is, uh, you can tell when somebody is high. You can tell. Like, like her mm-hmm. eyes and, like, her speech. Like, she was just all frazzled mm-hmm. up. And, you know, like, what the hell? And then um, she's like, uh, and then Anderson Cooper's like, so you're inside this. He's like, basically, it's a Petri dish because people are smoking in there. And then you're putting people's no lives air, on the line. Yes. Yeah, no air is so, so Carolyn Goodman. It. I want to say the dumbass broad's name. And shit. Yeah. <laughs> Carolyn Goodman. Should I say it? I'm not going to snoop dog this shit. Fucking <laughs> dog head. No, I ain't going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it. I'm not going to snoop dog this shit. I did want to say her name, though. But that is dog head bia. <laughs> but that is so bad though. That is bad that you are willing to put people's lives in danger to save an economy. Like but like you said, the bottom line is everybody's dead. If everybody dies anyway, it's as I point to my head. <laughs> Can't have an economy if everybody's dead. <laughs> <laughs> but like our point that we keep on saying is which is why we keep on saying the workers we drive it the billionaires we mm-hmm. drive it the billionaires are pushing us yeah y'all go out there but you guys ain't going to be out here you guys are going to be in your multi-million yeah, dollar estate like, yeah, <laughs> y'all going to be in your estates seeing what happens and shit yeah. 
<laughs> or on your private island or on your yacht or whatever. You just, your castle, because some people have a castle in like London or whatever. Your you're villa, gonna, villas and shit. Whatever. Villa. <laughs> there you go. You're going to be off somewhere doing that while... Your ranch um, and shit, if you're like an oil mil- millionaire like that, your ranch. While the people who are making the $15, $18 an hour, they're out there risking their lives for their $15 to $18. You're not going to be out there. Mm-mm. You're not going to be out there. You're not. So you're pushing all these people to put their lives in danger. Well, she basically rigged James that shit. Like, I don't know if you watched the whole interview. She said, and now Anderson Cooper said that, um, so you, yeah, so you, you, you saying you want to use your city as a, as the guinea pig, as the test group. So well, I didn't say she rigged James that right. She said like somebody has to be the test group. And she said, no, I never said that. You just said it 30 seconds ago. And I'd be a funny like, oh, Cocaine is a hell of a drug. You reference, you you reference Rick James. And <laughs> if somebody exhibits Rick James, and they'd be like, I said, recipe, I'm not trying to make fun of him. But if you reference Rick James to somebody, Cocaine. They probably are. They probably are on cocaine. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever referenced me for rich. Made an about face when Anderson said, "Really? Right. <laughs> you you want to be the test city?" Like you said. That. I never said that. What? I never said. No, I, no, I, no, I, I, I went. I went like, to the to I the guy. I was like, "Where'd that tape at?" <laughs> Like Obama when um remember Obama and Romney like during that debate when he's like when he tried to say that um he didn't say that um forty seven percent. Well, not that, but the terror attack thing. And Obama was like, I checked the transcripts. And just, <laughs> he said, <laughs> the check the transcripts. <laughs> A lot of people like to try to rewrite history or try to reword you, well, history. You, well, you, you didn't say that this was a terror attack and you're the president. I, I never said, yeah, check the transcripts. <laughs> Then the, the um, moderator read it. is like, yeah, you said a terror attack right here. <laughs> so he definitely does. And then my guy. What was that um, Benghazi? I think that was that whole Benghazi uh-huh. thing. That and then Barry for bar, uh, president. That's fake news. Mm-hmm. Now we think it's fake news. Trump we is do. the greatest about face motherfucker. In you were talking about him right this now with his about face. <laughs> Uh, let's talk, I should have had um I don't even have it. I wanted to see the whole the, the Clorox or something next to me. Lysol. <laughs> Let me get my Lysol wipes. I got my Lysol wipes next to me. <laughs> Over there, I don't feel like getting up for it. <laughs> so in a gaff, he basically the said thing he this then he he said he, he, some of that then at least. I don't know. <laughs> some for your real, I'm showing you. So, I did see the video of him and everything. Like I said, because I was like, let me watch the video and see it, the real video. I heard the audio. I didn't see the video. I did I watched the video. I did watch the video. I did. Mm-hmm. And Trump did say that, is it a way that we can figure out? Like, the way that he said it. But it's like, when people hear that, they just hear, I'm going to ingest this. Like that was not worded at all. Like the way he worded it was like all fucked up. Like what he here's the thing with Trump. Um, the way he, he worded it was all after what up. he said. Like for those that don't know, it's like um allegedly like what the the scandals that you saying that um you inge- you can ingest or inject like bleach or whatever like some uh, to fucking kill the coronavirus. But then he said he was being sarcastic. Like that that was his statement afterwards, and he probably was knowing him. Like I don't think he meant for people to actually go out and drink. Yeah, some yeah but. Here's but, the thing, though. First of all, you're the president of the United States. You shouldn't be making jokes and shit right yeah, now. You're not a comedian and, and, then, and then, like I said, and then I'm going to go here. Your fan base isn't that intelligent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're just not. I'm, I'm just calling it, I mean, prove me wrong, Trump supporters. Prove me wrong. I say that they're not that intelligent. So if they hear you say, is there a way that we could, because he said, is it a way that we can inject you or we could 
you know, some kind of like some kind of way. Because if you, you know, read all of those cleaners, like said, check your Lysol, check your Clorox. It does says kill coronavirus right there yeah, on the Lysol bottle. It does say that. It says that. So it like does it really that. does. But that means on surfaces. It on don't surfaces. Mean because if you drink it, it will kill the coronavirus. And what else to kill? To kill you as well too. So it will kill the coronavirus. True, if you drink it, but you'll also die. Uh, <laughs> we'll kill coronavirus. Side effects will cause death. Exactly. Yeah. So, so they're not lying. Like if you do drink it, it will kill the coronavirus. Also, yeah. you. There it is. <laughs> so I mean, but but for him to be like, oh, I was just—it's like my whole thing that I think is. I think it's clearly some mental things going on with him. And I'm not even being funny. I'm, I'm, I'm going to call it what it is. I think Trump has dementia. I he's do, too. Old. I think it's because he's like 74, I want to say. Right? I think dude has dementia. I think he, and it's obvious because like the way he says stuff, you can see that like with dementia, from what I understand dementia being, it's like, it's like you have a puzzle and then you try and put your puzzle together, but then your pieces don't line up. And then you try to force them to line up in a way that they mm-hmm. don't line up, basically. Mm-hmm. So then you'll say or do something that and people be like, what? what was that? And then like you just come back and you're like, no, I, I didn't say that. And it's just like, but yes, you did. But it's like you have a problem with recollection and things like that. And mm-hmm. you can clearly see that he's struggling. So mm-hmm. somebody in his camp needs to have their intervention around him because if he keeps on talking and doing what he's doing, somebody's going to get killed. <laughs> Somebody is. Yeah. And he's obviously not going to take, because he's already said, I take responsibility for nothing. He's already said that. I'm not taking responsibility for anything. Mm-hmm. So these people, and then they said in New York and in Illinois, people did start actually ingesting. Who the hell in Illinois did that dumbass shit? Probably Southern Illinois. We call it nothing up here. Nothing in Chicago, I'm sure. <laughs> Cook County and shit. Not, not, they, 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 they won't even do that on the West Side. Yeah. <laughs> they just have parties. Anytime, anytime <laughs> the West Side be like, God damn, that's dumb. Then you know what's going on. I love my West Side. Shout out Frankie. Shout out Cole Hard. I love West Side. Shout out Cudella. Yeah, my peeps. <laughs> But uh, yeah, they said that people started ingesting um, because they said that it was a spike in um, the number to the poison control number about uh, ingesting, um, you know, the harmful chemicals. And it's like, but we teach our, like, I teach my baby, my two-year-old and my five-year-old, I teach my babies not to ingest stuff. So if you're a grown-ass person ingesting stuff, it's like, what the hell? Like, you like 40 years old. <laughs> <laughs> harmful is fatal. Is harmful is fatal if it's swallowed. I'm reading it right now. <laughs> so why don't you do that as a grown-ass person? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then again, like, I knew a Trump supporter said, I knew personally a Trump supporter who said to me, I was like, so if Trump said jump out of a window, would you just jump out of a window without even one? And she was like, hell yeah. So that shows how gone they are. She said she would jump out of a window without even without even knowing the circumstances about what and she actually said that to me like i said i don't know she was just joking but i mean that's nothing to joke about maybe she but. did you haven't talked to her in a while maybe she don't <laughs> <talk to me. laughs> maybe that's why you haven't heard from her in a while. <laughs> so if you say that you're gonna jump out like yeah so that's why i'm like he needs to be careful with what he says and does because it's people that actually hang on your every word and they follow verbatim what you say because they believe in you. Trump stands are real and shit, yeah. And they're not, like I said, they're not that intelligent. But anybody, like I said, not, people say I'm picking on them, but I'm going to say this across the board. If you just 
buy into what anybody says and you just follow anybody blindly, you're a damn fool. I don't care who you are. Like, you're a damn fool. If you just follow any any person, any mortal, if you follow them just word for word, everything you say, you're a fool. You are. So only one person I trust 100% is the one I look back in the mirror at. That's the only Exactly. One. Exactly. I know I'm going to have my best interest at heart 100% of the time. I Anybody know else and shit, I'm going to question what they say. Only one right. I'm not going to question is myself. That's- exactly. I don't take anybody the one I just blind, let alone some fucking politician and shit. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Come on. But that was the the um the Lysol gate or whatever, disinfectant gate, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it. You know. Since we're talking about Trump, let's talk about his homie Kanye, you know, yeah. Yeah. Shout out, home. Shout out Kanye, yeah. South Sider. <laughs> but Kanye, yeah, he's um officially a billionaire now. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And, that, and that kind of made me go like, huh? Like, it's shocking. Them Yeezys, man. <laughs> People fuck with them Yeezys. I don't have any because I'm, I'm a um, Nike slash Jordan guy, but um, I don't have any. But um, yeah, in my opinion, they're I ugly to me. Them. To me, they're ugly. But that's they my. Not the um, they're not me, and I leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. To me, they're ugly. And <laughs> not me. <laughs> I'm simple. Like, I mean, my favorite shoe is like, just give me a low top, uh, all white Air Force One. Oh, we're gonna talk about that in a couple minutes too. I got no, I got an Air Force One story. Like, it's, I don't That's know if it's trending and shit, but um, I just like plain, <laughs> or even just like a bank, you know, just just like a nice, you know. I don't like all the crazy multicolors and just a lot going. Mm-hmm. I like even Converse. I like a nice low top Converse. I think those are cool. Well, just yeah, give me Kanye, uh, yeah. one point three billion dollar net worth on the Forbes list right now. So. Kanye's officially a billionaire. That's dope. <laughs> For him to come from where he like, because I remember those early days of Kanye. I was there. That's why this journey I know. Huh. Outside Chicago. Yeah. Grew up not too far from where I live now. So it's yeah. like, yeah. For him to grow up and do that, it's like, yeah. yeah. It's pretty dope. I, I ran into Kanye almost 20 years ago, the first time I ever met him. I told him that story before. Yeah, and yeah. Then, um, the old is a, a now defunct restaurant in Chicago. Right. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Kanye was there. My homie knew who he was. My homie was like, in my opinion, dick riding a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and like me, I didn't know who Kanye. I was like, who's this dude? You like having a fit over? And then like Kanye, even then, had that Kanye swag. He's like, yeah, I'm doing stuff with Rockefeller now. And like, and he, like, he's, it's like Chicago cats like gas you up so sure enough about a month later i didn't blow kanye off but um i kind of was like okay yeah rockefeller no this is like 2001 rockefeller they're the number one right. label in the world and then sure enough about a month later h to the iso came i was like okay mm-hmm. dude was selling the truth that a chicago mm-hmm. cat wasn't lying yeah. and now he's a billionaire yeah amazing <laughs> mm-hmm so now, Kanye, I'm going to call you out. Come back over here and fix this regal up. Come on, Kanye. You a billionaire Yeah, now. wasn't him and Chance supposed to do something with that thing like yeah, two years ago they were talking about that? Yeah. But now it's like whatever happened with that. Like, yeah, what's even going to become of that now? So. <laughs> yeah. Are, are, people even, are people even going to go to concerts anymore? Yeah, like, <laughs> live shows, like plays <laughs> and concerts and mm. events. You know what I mean? Like, event, like things like that. Are we even going to mm. go to exhibit things like that? But. You know, but congratulations to Kanye about, you know, he um took his brand and that's what you do. That's how you build the wealth. Like you take your um your talent, like I said, because he was a producer, then he became a rapper, 
Then he mm-hmm. took that funds and then he invested in his fashion. And I'm sure that he invests on the stock side. I'm sure he does also. Yeah. Because um, I saw that um for his wife for like one Christmas, uh, he gifted Kim like like instead of just giving her a hundred thousand dollars, he gave her like a hundred thousand dollars in stocks. Like like here's a hundred thousand dollars of Disney. Here's you know what I mean. He like gifted her stocks. Of, yeah, like, Kanye he plays a fool, but like Kanye's very intelligent, don't you? Yeah. He comes off as ignorant, but Kanye's a smart dude. <laughs> well, uh, rest in peace. Uh, his uh, mother, Donda, she was a professor. So, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was a professor. So, I mean, some of that trickled into him. Like, I mean, you can play ignorant if you want to, but. You ready to have some Facebook fun? Yes. The new segment I'm starting on the podcast. We're going to call it Facebook fun. And you yes. know what I'm reading right now. There's a post I put out on my timeline, Ozman, on Facebook. It said, um, question, what's something you remember from back in the day that nobody else seems to remember? Mine is that awful BT talk show star, Michael Collier. We said, who in the hell left the gate open? <laughs> <laughs> Which I remember vividly, not even vaguely. I remember that vividly. Mm-hmm. And then Flex was on it later after Michael Collier left. Then Flex hosted it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that show was bad, yeah. Because yeah. he kept changing host. And that's what made it suck to me because... um. After Michael Collier, I don't know if it was a contract dispute or if he just said, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. But um, and then they changed hosts like every week. Flex was one of the guest hosts. I remember Tyra Banks probably hosted that. I don't remember. I just remember. <laughs> but it was like it did get like that when he just said having random guest hosts. And they still all of them still kept the who in the hell left the gate open line. Yeah. Whack. <laughs> so um you want to say some of yours because I'm reading the list right now, but um yeah. I know you, your first one I have it here, you said all about the Andersons. All about the Andersons. I still don't even remember that shit at all. Well, it was an Anthony Anderson vehicle because of Andersons. I assumed it was that. Right. No one, Anderson, I know it wasn't Anderson Cooper, and just, so I assumed it was probably Anthony Anderson. Anthony Anderson had a sitcom before Blackish. He did. Very few people remember this. And it was like early 2000s because it was after he had his fame with uh, Romeo Must Die in Barbershop because Anthony Anderson was popping. So then he had a sitcom around that time. And I remember Roz Ryan played his mom. I remember that. Ah, from Amen. From Amen. Yeah, Roz Ryan uh, played his had mom. Had a bring sisters from Amen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, people, I know they were probably really okay. the, the heavier one, for those that don't remember, like, uh, the two um the two nosy old ladies on the Amen. Yeah, the nosy old ladies. The heavier yeah. one was Roz Ryan. <laughs> the other one was Barbara Montgomery was the other yeah. one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then um, another one I said, I said, um, um, I said, uh, the show Here and Now, which was uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner's uh, show right it's after. And what they should have right called it was, was not, not Theo is what they should have called the show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to call it Theo, but obviously, like, he going to get sued because he was basically playing the same character. His name was Alex on the show, I think, but basically he was Theo was because Theo. he ran a youth center. Yeah. He was like the same character that Theo was on the later episodes of Kyle. Right, Theo ran the youth center, and mm-hmm. yeah, and that's basically what his character was. And it and came the show like started NBC. like, a, and it's NBC, and it yeah. came like a year right after the Cosby Show right went the up there. Like literally, like the Cosby Show ended like ninety two. This show came out like ninety three or something like that. It was literally right after the Cosby Show went off the air. This show started. <laughs> Another show I said was a uh, For Your Love. It was a uh, sitcom starring James Pamela Jones, right? And Pamela Jones, uh, Polly Robinson, Pete, um, Dee Dee Pfeiffer, whose sister's Pfeiffer's younger Pfeiffer. sister. Yeah. 
and um, E. Daffy Blackman. He was the guy who beat up Gina on the uh, on a different world. <laughs> so you know, nobody remembers the show. You have to mention other shows they were on. Like, yeah, that beat Gina on a different world. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking. And then on the episode where uh, they went to Hollywood, he was the prince at the end that said, "Pam, BDB, may I call you BDB?" He was that was him for okay, you guys. So like, on Martin, that's how <laughs> <laughs> I know I might go away back with that. And then what's another one I said? I said, um I got another good one of yours. You uh, I said a show New Attitude that I know no one remembers. It was an eighties They had a sitcom for those that I remember that bullshit. Morris Day. Morris Day. That's the guy at the time. Yeah. The, um <laughs> I wanna see some asses wiggling. Stick around, dude. see how it's done. <laughs> yeah, I'll stay for a while. That dude, yeah, Morris Day from the time. Yeah, it's not not a different, the, the same Morris Day. The same Morris Day. So he was star acting Cheryl, on a sitcom. Star Shirley Ralph, uh, Phyllis Yvonne Stickney, and Morris and, Day. Uh, <laughs> <Morris> <laughs> he said, "I guess so you've heard of my reputation." And I'm gonna say one more gag show. Now I'm gonna say a real show after this. And then my last gag show, I'm gonna say Platinum. No one knows what Platinum that is. That one you got everybody with, yeah. <laughs> I remember Platinum, and apparently <laughs> maybe you remember Platinum because he put the laughing emoji too, but like nobody no responded to that. Platinum. I don't think any Platinum was um Empire before Empire, before except Empire. Like really that's, bad. that's what they attempted to do. They wanted to do Empire because it was about the record industry and the shady dealings behind what goes on in the record biz. It was a UPN vehicle, and they hyped the shit out of that show, yeah. Coming, coming this spring, Platinum. And it filled the billboards everywhere around Chicago. Yeah, it got a lot of, every show, because, like, every, let's be honest, like, most of the UPN shows were black. So doing every one of those shows, they ran Platinum ads. They did. And it it started Jason George (laughs) and uh, Sticky Fingers. That's who it started. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of guess what kind of show it was. We start Sticky Fingers. You know what kind of show it is. Sticky freaking fingers. <laughs> and then it only aired for six episodes. So. Yeah. So like after all of that hype, all that publicity. A month and a half. <laughs> and a month and a half, basically. Yeah, and, and they I, pulled the plug immediately because they, they realized the how terrible it was. UPS it was like, terrible. I watched it because I had a crush on Jason George at the time. And that's I remember seeing one episode. As soon as I saw Sticky Fingers, <laughs> I saw enough. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I like Jason George, so that's why I watch it. I'm gonna be honest. And then my and then my last show I said um, that I'm gonna say right now, but it was actually a good show. It just couldn't find an audience. Uh, South Central. That's a show that a lot of people don't remember. Lorenz Tate, um, yeah. Pinky was on that show. Jennifer Lopez before she was famous, I think we made she some- played the, the Latina girl who was yeah. cursing out people in Spanish. That's what she played. Um, Melinda yeah. Williams played on that show. I remember. She was Maya Campbell's best friend. Um, Lamont then, Bailey, Primo Isha was on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was a good show. Um, I had a decent cast. Yeah. And then um, Kareem, our brother, <laughs> he came in with the win. He was like Paula Kelly, who was the neighbor with the badass kids. I was like, and, yeah. I remember the character's name, Kareem's ass. Was he like, was like, yeah, Kareem's old. <laughs> he was like Paula Kelly. Was I forgot the character's name again right then. I, I was about to look it up. <laughs> the badass kids. Because I remember the episode where uh, she yelled out to her kids. She was like, don't make me get ugly. And her kids said, too late. <laughs> her kids were bad as hell. And she paid. For those, she was um, Leggy Peggy. Leggy on Peggy. Saturday night. <laughs> the, 
or when Lamont went African on Sanford and Son, she played the African sister that Lamont was trying to like hang she around. Was the uh, lesbian lover in Brewster Place when women. Okay, that's a good one that a lot of people might not remember. Yeah, <laughs> that's another good Brewster one. Place. A lot of people don't remember the women at Brewster Place. I think mm-hmm. it's on Amazon Prime. I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's on Amazon Prime because I watch some it. good ones that you forgot about. I'm gonna read some more of yours and shit. <laughs> you had good behavior with Dorian Wilson, Jordan. Dorian Wilson. Wilson. And a young Bianca Lawson who looks the same she age now. The same she age. It was over 20 years ago. <laughs> She's older than me. <laughs> and then you had um, uh, the royal family, which is basically the Red Fox's last one. <laughs> Sorry, Red Fox, Delores, Lorenz, Tate, and a very young Naya Rivera. She was about Ariana's age when she was on that show. She was like, yeah. <laughs> Now, and for those in the Naya Rivera, she, she's um from Glee fame and like the one that Big Sean was someone that I don't fuck with you. That's what yeah. he was talking about. Naya Rivera, he made a song about her ass. That's what, that's what yeah. I don't fuck with you. That's what the song is about. It's about it's that's called Naya Rivera. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> um, now nah, let's go through the list. That's hilarious. You know, some of the better ones. Royal family. And then you got Jack K. Layer after um, Red Fox passed away. Red Fox did, died on the set of that show. I forgot to mention that. The yeah. show with um, the Royal Family was um, Eddie Murphy was executive producer of that show. Right. Came up, I think he came up with the idea um, after Harlem Nights. With Harlem Nights, yeah. Della, like their chemistry together. Uh-huh. On, and, on and off camera, they were both off right. the stage. Like, y'all need your own show. Like, Eddie came up with the idea for that show. Uh-huh. And it was a good thing for Red Fox because he had had his financial Red trouble. Like, like, so that's why Eddie put him in the movie because Red was broke. <laughs> he trying needed to help money. him out. And then, like, that's he gave him a show after people. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's what you do with your people. Like, somebody that you admire, a mentor you had, you put them on. If they mm-hmm. are going through a financial trouble and you're in a position where you can help them and make them rise back up, that's what you do. So I remember one of the coldest covers of um, Ebony Magazine was that it's the like, three generations yes. of comedy. With um uh, Red, Richard, and Eddie. They all in their tuxedos from Harlem Nights looking like Harlem Dons. Nights. Yeah. <laughs> looking like Dons. Yeah. With the, uh, with the white scarf, you yeah. know, with the white scarf around yeah. the neck. Yeah. Harlem Nights rocking their tuxedos and they had all the hats and they like, they look like Don, three Dons on there, basically. Yeah. That was <laughs> dope as hell. Three generations of comedy, like dope comedy. Mom is a hoarder, so maybe mom might have that magazine might too. Have that original <laughs> He's a hoarder. So, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, but then after he died, then they put Jacquet on. It's like the sassy. They daughter. tried to keep the show going for, for <laughs> <Jackie>. reasons like <laughs> well, we know the reason money and shit. But Jackie. they tried to keep the show going and added Jacquet, and it then was like yeah, didn't work. <laughs> but um, <laughs> one of my stu- uh, students, Derry, and he posted Teen Summit. Because <laughs> a lot of people might, if you're under a certain age, you, you might under, not remember Teen if Summit. If you're under thirty, you don't remember it. Because a young uh, Laz Alonzo was on there and Ananda Lewis was on there. I remember there. Ananda Lewis doing it. And Laz Alonzo was on there. And I remember another chick hosted it. She was married to one of the Knicks. I can't think of her name, though. She was fine. Um, though. Like, she was married to one of the New York Knicks players. <laughs> <laughs> that was Ch- what, Charles Smith's wife, like whatever her name was. <laughs> she was married to a Nick, I remember. <laughs> um, what am I? LaDonna Blair said, um... It's about the Jamaican family living in England. Like the father oh, of the party. And I couldn't think of the name of it. It was called Desmond's. 
I have no idea what that is. Like, basically, um, in Living Color kind of made fun of them with Hey Mon. That's what they were kind of making fun of. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's what they were doing. <laughs> they were kind of making fun of this show. It was Desmond's and then Hey Mon. It's like, yeah, they were kind of making fun of that. I was like, oh, I know about that's you. the only reason I remember that show because of Living <laughs> Color. And I saw some episodes of it. So, okay, I can see the, how they made fun of it. <laughs> um, guy who played... um. And once again, we naming people from other shows. Like, once say he yeah. played on the Cosby show, the one when Cliff was um bidding on the fucking jazz record and shit. Oh, the, the um, doctor, yeah, the, um, the other doctor, the yeah. Doctor, uh, he's on Trinidadian, I think. Yeah, I yeah. think he played yeah. on on yeah, Desmond's. Yeah. He was on that show. I want to say that. <laughs> he was one of the he actors. Did, I don't know his name, but he was like on a lot of stuff. Like he was on an episode. He did a shitload of Cosby Show episodes. Yeah. he was on a lot of things. Like you don't know his name, but you know his face and you know his accent because he had like that. You know, West Indian accent. Another show he was on, Nobody Remembers. He was on Where I Live. Remember that? <laughs> flat, with, once again, with Flex. Flex is going to be all over this list, bro. Flex. <laughs> flat app. Somebody mentioned Flat app. Flat app. <laughs> Flex. Flex did a, so, a lot of shit that nobody remembers. He was on Homeboys in Our Space. That was on yep. the list, too. Flex and Ron Johnson and shit. <laughs> Ron Johnson. And then I said about, uh, I said Flex, this was uh, before he did the Michael Jackson, because that was awful. When he did the Man in the Mirror. Probably the worst biopic of all time, and that's saying something. Especially if you saw Leah and you saw All Eyes on Me, then like Flex is the worst biopic of all time. All Eyes on Me. <laughs> somehow it was worse than that. <laughs> uh, Flex as Michael Jackson was just—it was utterly ridiculous. Like I don't know if it was supposed What's to be. What's funny? He was like trying to play it serious. He wasn't but playing it in the comedy, like but it was like. It was unintentional comedy. Like, like, you, you thought it was like a like an in living color sketch. I thought it felt like Jay, serious as hell. No, that was like it felt like Jay Farrell playing Michael. That's what it felt like. It felt like a satire rather call, than call, call my lawyer, call my lawyer. Like he, it's, he, he felt like a comedy to me. <laughs> Even though he was playing it straight, he wasn't playing it. A, that shit a is hilarious. <laughs> Of course, one of mine I posted right here. Anybody remember Sparks? It started Uncle Phil, Juana Man, Lucius Lyon, and Robin Givens. Juana <laughs> <laughs> Man. Like, yeah, I posted Juana Man instead of his real name. So, yeah. <laughs> he's Juana Man. <laughs> well, he's free man now because he was out there robbing his store. He was out there shoplifting. <laughs> we posted that a couple of weeks back. Yeah, we talked about Juana Man's ass. <laughs> My um, C. Della, one of my former students here, he's called Spectre Man. You probably don't remember. It was some knockoff. Like, it was uh, during the sci-fi era. I want to say it started oh, in the, the, the 60s era. or the 70s or something like that when all the sci-fi craze was going on. Yeah. It was like, it was like Star Trek, except it sucked really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it in syndication years later. Like, obviously, I didn't see the original run of that show. But years later, it, it sucked really bad. Terrible. Yeah, what's it must do? Not supposed to, yeah, but I remember it's flat app. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That was one on one. I thought that was one on one where he was like flat app. Tarsha Simpson posted, I'm the only one that remembers on TV. I was like, ooh. Uh, on TV. I was a precursor <laughs> to cable television for those that don't know. It's like you get this little set top converter box. And then you can convert like the channels. Actually, I think Channel Forty Four was on TV from back in the day, on but TV? you needed the box to see it. Though, if you just turn your TV to Channel Forty Four with your rabbit ears, you would get a scrambled signal. Like, remember the uh, beginning of American Pie with Jim was watching. That's what yeah, on TV looked channel. like without the box. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, um, and on TV did have um, they did show the um soft form, um, soft porn at late night too. 
So that's what they were they making fun of on TV on American Pie, or maybe they it were because um because they did have soft porn like after midnight. <laughs> of course, he's trying to like turn it okay, yeah. Okay, I see an ass right there. Okay, you trying to like, <laughs> <laughs> you tried to see what you and Feast watched that on TV. Did you and Feast do that? <laughs> we did like Jim, but we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> did y'all do that? <laughs> I think mom and dad had the converter box in their room, so like we didn't get to. <laughs> but we did like turn it late night and try to like, okay, like put your leg up this way and turn your head. <laughs> Hold that antenna, hold it. Okay, now we can see. Yeah. Did you see that ass on me? <laughs> TV was a precursor to cable. I want to say it went away like in the mid 80s, like once cable became nationwide. Yeah. And then, like, once people had cable, they didn't really need um, a subscription TV anymore. So, like, all those services, like Chicago's subscription was on TV. Like, right. I remember that. Yeah. One of my sisters, yeah, she saw Purple Rain on, on TV. Rain. <laughs> that was the first place she saw Purple Rain. <laughs> I'm not even mad at that. Mm. It's Purple Rain. It's Prince. I'm not even mad. Siobhan West posted Thea. Yeah. Thea? <laughs> Starring Brandy, Jason Weaver. Um, Yvette Wilson was on the show. Who else um, on this stupid show? It started Adam, Thea Vidal, for those that don't know. Adam Jeffries was the oldest son. Okay. He was on the show, too, Cole. That's another show. Another show like, with Claude Brooks. Claude Brooks <laughs> and Frankie Faison. <laughs> Faison and Claude. You're That's a good one, yeah. <laughs> Y'all know Frankie Faison. He, he played in hey, Coming Stu. to America. He Your played wrist, the right thing. Uh, Y'all know Frankie Faison. <laughs> You know Frankie Faison. You know Frankie Faison. Wasn't he one of the guys and um, do the right thing? He was one of the. I said do the right thing. He played. Yeah, yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robin Harris and um, the one that um, the Duke shot in the head and um, Rosewood. Who had um? He said, "I only got one good arm." He said, "We got one good shovel." Yeah. Somehow Leon Rogers made that hilarious. I can't watch that scene without laughing. It's supposed to be a serious scene, but with Leon, the way he's said the line, it's like, I can't unhear it now. <laughs> oh, hell, we got one good shovel. That's your people. <laughs> <laughs> Siobhan West also posted my cousin Skeeter. Ooh. Cousin Skeeter. <laughs> Bill Bellamy as a puppet and a young Megan Good. <laughs> and Robert Richard. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it was awful. Here's one that I don't even know. You got me with this one. Legends of the fucking Hidden Temple. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what that is. It was a Nickelodeon games show, and it was hard as shit. Like, nobody ever won. Like, when they were, like, doing the final round at the end. Like, I don't remember anybody complete. It was, like, an obstacle course that you had to go through. And it was, like, really, really hard because it was, let's, like, set with the temple. Let's go down. Let's go down the Nickelodeon rabbit hole. Like you gotta okay, post this stuff, but since like it's the it's after the fact now, we can go down it right now. Remember, remember Nick Arcade. Let's go. Also, another Rosewood alarm was in that as well. Okay, <laughs> we Bill, uh, Bill Moore, I think, was the host. Yeah, Bill Moore. he's the one who's basically like the whole Mo Rosewood massacre is his fault and shit, basically. Right, because he let the uh, white amazing. guy. He helped whatever. the guy that beat the shit out of that guy's wife and shit, and she said, "Is a nigger." And like, um, they followed the guy sent to um to his house because they house. gave the guy a ride. <laughs> yeah, he they said like, yeah. So yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, he hosted um Nickelodeon show no, back in the nineties. And they remember the show Guts. I don't know if you remember that. It was another Nickelodeon. Uh, um, another Nickelodeon game show. It was called Guts. 
You remember yep. um you remember Finders Keepers? That's a Nickelodeon show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going down this Nickelodeon rabbit hole now? The secret word of Alex Mack. Oh, you stole mine. <laughs> God damn it. I was gonna be my next one. And so yeah, Alex Mack was gonna be my and I posted my brother and me. I get that one. The secret word of Alex Mack. <laughs> I was just about to say that. What about salute your shorts? Let's go. Damn it. Oh, I love salute your shorts. <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> and which we'll call it uh Sam, the one who Mr. D, he was a teenager by then. Sam. Yeah. Danny Cook, there you go. He played uh, what's the name? Um, um he John did. Connor's son. I forgot about <laughs> John that. Connor's buddy, yeah. John Connor's yeah, best I remember friend. that. I forgot. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, he was and John he was the uh, John Connor's homie was um Sam from different stories. And he was the voice of Montana Max on uh Tiny Tune Adventures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he did some work after uh, different stuff. He might still be working, yeah. If he's doing voice stuff, he might still be doing it. Yeah, Yeah, that's the greatest hustle if you can get into voice acting. Shout out Cree Summer. (laughs) She made a career out of that shit. (laughs) Love Cree Summer. Oh, a show that like I recently saw, uh, like I said, coming off of the Nick, where I said, I'm going to go on. I think this show came on BET um, with Viacomos, all that. Uh, It was a show that I totally forgot about because I was looking for another show and then when it came up on my Amazon Prime TV, it said, uh, read between the lines. Do you remember that show? Not at all. It starred Malcolm Jamal Warner and Tracy, uh, Tracy Ellis Ross. <laughs> <laughs> when the fuck did this show air? <laughs> it was like 2010, 2011 when this show came on. It was like 10 years ago. Was he still, yeah. don't tell me he was still playing for you. Was this no, a precursor to Blackish? Like he was basically pretty much so. Pretty much so. Like, they, it was like after Theo, pre um Andre. <laughs> <laughs> it was after girlfriends had died off, you know. So it was after girlfriends, yeah. Because <laughs> she was on there, and she was. I was like, I forgot he was, he was about Andre. Don't tell me he was. If you tell me he was an ad executive, I'm gonna punch somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say somebody was a psychologist or something, because that's why I read between the lines. I think somebody was a psychologist. I wanted to that say. sounds like Malcolm. I could see him doing that. <laughs> And then Melissa D'Souza was on the show, too. Oh, speaking of people, <laughs> nobody remembers. She plays Shelby from The Best Man. That's Melissa D'Souza. She was in that movie, right? Mm-hmm. And she got a fat ass, too, so there you go. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> but all these shows that no one remembers. Out all night, oh, yeah, you might post Back to my brother and me. You talked about that. Was it because, uh, like, my brother and me. Um, I can't even name none of. I know a younger Amanda Seals played. Amanda Seals was on there as a child. She's the only actor that went on to do anything out of the kids that were on that show. The kids, yeah. Most of them, like after the show went off, that was it. (laughs) And a lot of them, that was the only credit they had. Like a lot of them on that show, (laughs) yeah, that was it. My brother and me was it. She only had like seven episodes, and our mom was obsessed with the show. Yeah, she watched it every week. I'm like, they you know, still show these same episodes. You know, only seven episodes and it sucked, yeah. But. <laughs> Mom was the original Easter Ray. Mom supports every Mom roots or anything that's black. Mm-hmm. You know, she is. What was, was, oh, yeah, you said Out All Night, yeah. A, a sitcom starring Patty right, LaBelle. Who do you think you is? Patty LaBelle or somebody? LaBelle, <laughs> Morris Chestnut, Vivica Fox. Wayne Martin, Vivica Fox. Martin. Smart yeah, guy was on the show, too. Smart guy? <laughs> <laughs> Taj Mari, I was like, what's his name? I can't think. <laughs> He's on yeah, Morris Chestnut, Morris Chestnut was on a sitcom in the 90s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he started yeah. on a sitcom. 
Arsenio Hall had a fucking sitcom too oh that, that Vivica Fox played his wife on that. I remember one. that. I remember Vivica that. Fox was on a lot of bad sitcoms. Like, oh, she was, was on that sitcom. Remember again, personal. I was just about to the, say that with Dwayne Cryer. Martin. Dwayne Martin. What num John Cryer was on that shit. Yeah. Maxwell Hauser was on that. Maxwell Hauser. Featured Dwayne Martin, Vivica Fox, and Maxwell Hauser. The Maxwell Hauser. That's the if you guys don't know Maxwell Hauser, look up Hiding yeah, so, Out. So, something else nobody remembers Hiding it's Out. Hiding out. <laughs> it's Mark, movie. Marcus had no idea where it was. I was trying to explain it to him, and Marcus was like, What is nobody that? Knows, nobody knows that. Me and you are the only two people, and Fees are the only three people on the planet that know that movie. When I tried to explain the plot, man, Marcus was like, What is that? He was like, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> this is great shit, man. Posted, um, the source used to have a TV show. Sure an awful source show. And that made me want to go down this rabbit hole. Um, remember Vibe? With Chris vibe? <laughs> and then. That was bogus the way they fired him. Like his name was just scraped off the door. That was mean the way they he fired, fired him. He found out the same way we found out pretty much. <laughs> you, just to, you just show up to your office and then your name is scraped off the door. You're like, wait, what? What just happened? That was right. mean. Then the Keenan Ivory Wayne show. Ivy Wayne show, yeah. One around the same time. And then my favorite out of those talk shows, The Magic Hour. The Magic yeah. Hour. But Sheila E was his band leader. <laughs> Yeah, Magic Johnson and Sheila E had a talk show. It's the real thing. It, it was awful. It was awful. The Magic Hour was so bad because it's like at didn't that all, time. Didn't Magic- Howard Stern appear on that bullshit? I think. I think that was the he last episode. It. Howard Stern got the show canceled. I think. I think yeah, Howard he, was on that show. And Magic has gotten better with his diction and with his speech, but at that time, it just mm-hmm. wasn't there at the time. Mm-hmm. Like he did after that, really, he like got some speech lessons. After that, he got better because. It's like, how are you going to be interviewing people and we don't understand what you're saying? Urban Magic Johnson. <laughs> yeah, after basketball, Magic started dabbling in other stuff, including television, the Magic yeah, Hour. It was but. awful. <laughs> but I don't knock the hustle. Mm-hmm. I don't knock the hustle. Let's go down the bad talk show, um, like rabbit hole. I got a bunch of them. Pat oh. Sajak had a talk show back in the day. That's... Pat Sajak had a talk show? Exactly. I caught you with that one. I got you. That's it. I just it's know like, him as like, uh, like the late 80s, early 90s. Ding, ding, yeah. ding. That's all I know Pat him as. Pat had a late night fucking talk show. Who knew? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, Tempest Bledsoe had a Tempest talk Bledsoe, show. Tempest Bledsoe. I was about to say her. Yeah. Bertice Berry. Bertice Berry. Ooh, good one, kid. <laughs> um, What was that awful show um, with Mother Love? Oh, uh, forgive or forget. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the, no, the show wasn't called Mother Love. I know she. <laughs> and then Robin Gibbons replaced her later. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a, it was a, was a pre or post Sparks. I don't remember. I think it was post Sparks. I don't remember. What I want to say it was around the millennium. It was around the millennium. I want to say. Left the Sparks. Because I was a little bit older there. It was around the millennium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you gonna call it? Uh, Morton Downey Jr. Zip it. <laughs> uh, Morton Downey, yeah, his show was lit. <laughs> um, what about the Richard Bay? Richard Bay. <laughs> <show was terrible. laughs> okay, here's what Richard Bay was. It was like a bad Jerry Springer. It was like the worst. It was like the worst parts of Jerry Springer and Maury Povich. That's what you get with Richard Bay. Right. Like the worst parts of those shows <laughs> and put that so shit on there. A lot of offensive stereotypes and shit. That's what the show was. 
basically it was Ringmaster. That's basically where it was. It was the movie Ringmaster, basically. That's what the Richard <laughs> Bay show was. And it was really bad, too. <laughs> um, Chevy Chase had a fucking talk show. I'm just like... I, I vaguely remember that. Chevy going down the rabbit Chevy. hole now. Like. Everybody wanted to have a talk show. And when Arsenio came back like a couple of years ago, he he's all old and shit. And the new was Arsenio still- wasn't bad. I watched some episodes. He had he like was trying like yeah. trying hits. Yeah, like I still doing the point. Yeah, I still doing his polls. Like remember the yeah. polls. The Arsenio polls to start the show. And you gotta do the mm-hmm. point. <laughs> well, Arsenio Loki, the original Arsenio was um uh, he was ahead of his time. Like he it gave was progressive. Like, it he was gave, he gave a lot of hip hop people their shine, like that got their first shot on national television. He was the hip hop what like Ed Sullivan was back in the days, like back when our mom my mom and dad were growing up. Like it's Arsenio Ed, it's Ed Sullivan's really big shoe. That's Ed Sullivan, I right? Think that is him, yeah. Yeah, okay. though, um I know the, uh, the Jackson Five got their break on that show, and though yeah, they, yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. That was why they they did that for the first. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Turn point, turn point, and then roll it. Yep, that's what they did the first yeah. time they did that was on Ed Sullivan, like 1970 or some shit like that. <laughs> oh, damn, 50 years ago. Damn, that was 50 years ago. That's crazy. Damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> But um, what was another one? Oh, um, he was like, uh, so like basically the um, like all these talk shows that were out during that and during that time <laughs> also like was on um, when the hell left the gate open <laughs> came out during that time ironically, which MC Marcus Chapman has some episodes recorded. I want to see them now. Yeah, I'm gonna ask him to like if you um if you got them digitized, like shoot, like shoot me a copy of those. I want to view that shit. And then what you call it was our downtown Julie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Julie Brown. Downtown with Julie Brown. Remember Rolanda Watts. <laughs> Rolanda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just naming random shows that nobody remembers. Now. Everybody had a show. <laughs> Everybody had a show though in the '90s, yeah, like Ricky Lake. Ricky Lake. Well, her show was on for a while, like hers last. Everybody year. wanted to uh, be Ricky Lake. That's where it was. Everybody wanted to do what Ricky Lake was doing. Because a lot of them shows, or like Jenny Jones, everybody wanted to be a Jenny Jones slash Ricky Lake back then. But their shows were actually good, though. I watched Ricky they Lake. Years they were on like 10, 12 years. I call it old shows. Mm-hmm. The Jenny Jones, we know what ended her show. Oh, uh, when that guy like murdered the guy killed the gay yeah, guy, yeah, <laughs> and that kind of like ended her show. Yeah, she still lasted, but it was never the same because of that. Like, obviously, if somebody gets murdered because of your show, it was never going to go back to the way it was. <laughs> yeah, I was like, e. It never went back. <laughs> yeah, but the way that played out, that whole thing was just like, e. Mm-hmm. What's in the, I had another one. I just forgot. Oh, and the Les Brown had a fucking talk show during the 90s. <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> Yeah, we're going way down this rabbit hole with talk shows. <laughs> the talk shows. You got any others? Because I'm just looking at other. Oh, somebody posted Bosom Buddies on here. Bosom Buddies. <laughs> Tom Hanks had a sitcom back in like, was that either the late 70s or early 80s? I don't know. Early 80s when he dressed in drag. Yeah. 
him and this other guy dressed in drag and shit. Yeah. And people thought that they were women. Somehow people thought that Tom Hanks in his dress was a woman. Like dudes thought Tom Hanks was hot in a dress. <laughs> Different times in the 80s, I guess. Simpler hey, times. And then the like, hey, little lady. It's like, he's like 6'2". Hey, little lady. Hawking shoulders. What <laughs> about our cousin Clarence Appleton who posted Cop Rock, a knockoff Miami Vice? I was like, what is that? Like, I had no idea. I was like, what is this? And then he I said, remember this show, but I never I saw an episode, I don't think. And then he posted a video clip, and then I watched the video clip. I was like, I see why this got canceled. It was awful. Like, it was supposed to be, like, a musical. Like, it was basically, like, Glee, but for cops. That's what it basically was. But they were, like, singing and dancing and shit. I was like, what is this? And they were police officers. It was horrible. I see why that got canceled. Mm. What was that show with Michael Rappaport that was on? Oh, um, The War at Home. (laughs) (laughs) It's my world. Terrible. Ribby. (laughs) Ribby from, um, from, um, Higher learning. learning. I couldn't think of the name of the movie. Higher learning has sitcom. Mike Rappaport. <laughs> and the way they kept on doing it, like, they kept on surviving. Like, it survived for a minute, that show. It survived. <laughs> Let's end it on one of the worst shows of all, maybe the worst show of all time, but before we wrap this up, the rerun show. Let's go, man. <laughs> well, basically, uh, the rerun show was the original version of um, live in front of a studio audience, except it was really bad. How like Norman Lear is doing all uh, shows like the remake. Yeah, yeah, actually did them, except they like did them like they were like uh, um, parodies, and it was really whack and shit. <laughs> the only funny one was uh, different strokes is off the chain because Mrs. Garrett, like the dude that played Mrs. Garrett. <laughs> the fat dude had a fat dude in drag playing Mrs. Garrett. And he sounded he aneurysms like oh, <laughs> he had the Mrs. Garrett wig. You remember her hair? <laughs> she had a little bun on her head. Yeah. Mrs. Garrett rides. Mrs. Garrett was awesome. But we're going way long, so let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> okay. And it's not another damn podcast. Over time, we maybe, maybe we might call it that. We went way long on this episode. But um, if you like what we're doing appreciate you you want to support us further here's what you can do like our facebook fan page for not another damn podcast also subscribe share rate review on apple podcast spotify tune in soundcloud iheart tlc talk radio what's good tasha hey tasha yeah also yeah um amazon alexa devices and you can get at us on youtube um audio only video coming soon meaning eventually <laughs> And you can follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. Also hit up OzRadio.net. Work in progress. Um, it's getting there. Got your current hits. If you want the 90s and 2K classics, I give you OzRadio.net. The bomb. And you can check me out, MSIMAH626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Also, S-E-R-8-G-U-L-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter. S-T-R-8-G-U-L-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. There it is. I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone.